welcome to the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by your hosts, Brian and Justin! Dude, what's up? Hey, yo. What's up, man? Hi. Dude, guess what I'm doing right now? I don't think I can say it. Children listen to this show. <laughs> no, I already finished. No, <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm watching the Seattle Kraken on TV. You know, I'm like, this shows how hip I am with the world in general. I didn't even realize that the Seattle Kraken had started. Last night, man. Season That's is awesome. underway. I had no idea that we had it. I mean, I, I guess I knew that we did the draft thing, or not draft, or whatever. They gave us our players, but I didn't realize that it started. How are we doing? Are we winning? Uh, we are down three to nothing in at the top of the second period at the moment. That sounds very Seattle sports of us. It does. I fully expect us to invest <laughs> billions of dollars into this franchise that will do nothing for us in return over the next 20 years. Yeah, I was so I wasn't it the Vegas Knights who first year like made the Stanley Cup or something. Yeah, that's exactly how. In fact, I so think they made be, it like two of their first three seasons. Yeah, so that'd be cool if that was us. I mean, first game doesn't tell you everything. Yeah, no, I mean, like the first game last. Honestly, their first game was last night, and it was three to three when I last looked. So let's just see, like how that ended. You know, uh, let's see what the answer is. Oh, we won. We won five to three last night. That's awesome. Also, isn't that a pretty high scoring uh, game for hockey? It's incredibly high scoring. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. All right. Well, uh, go us. It's worth noting that this is officially NHL preseason. The official first game of the season is until October 12th when they play who? The Golden Knights. Well, now I feel less bad that I didn't know what was happening because yeah, just like just football, preseason. preseason does not matter. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Maybe that maybe oh, that's that to the five to three score. I'm gonna try to learn hockey rules so that I can be a, a loyal fan. Dude, you want to know the trick? Yeah. You have to buy the NHL game for PlayStation. That's how I did it. Because when you're actually like playing it, then you're like, why was that a penalty? Learn. Yeah, I did that with FIFA, but I still have never figured out what what an offsides is in soccer. <laughs> It's, it's passing the ball farther forward than the players past midfield, right? I, I under I understand that, but I just don't understand why that's a rule. Like in any other sport, like basketball, if you want, your dude can stand on the other side of the court while your team's playing defense. You could chuck it to him. So why in soccer can't you do that? I don't get it. Because it's not basketball. It's a completely I different guess. sport. I guess, I guess. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's uh, let's talk about the best sport in the world, and that is American football, NFL oh, football. It's my favorite. Yeah. And can we, so, can I, you know, I, you know, I always, I, I try and get, I'm trying to stay up to date with the latest in NFL news. And I think I've got the biggest piece of news that's going to come out of the NFL all season. I mean, this is my kind of news. I, I figured it was perfect for this podcast because we both subscribe yes. to, the, yes. to the topic. Yeah. But it's yes. ESPN analyst and washed up quarterback, Jesse Palmer, brother of Carson Palmer is the new host of The Bachelor. Love The Bachelor. You know that. I watch all of them. Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. I love them all. Um, a lot to unpack there. I think the biggest thing to unpack is I had no idea that he was Carson Palmer's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Um, but yeah, he is the new host. Chris Harrison is out. 
he said some ba- he said some wrong things. I don't think I, they were necessarily bad things, but they were wrong things. He misspoke and got fired. So congratulations, Jesse Palmer. You know, I think go. it's great that we found another white guy to fill that role because I think um, you know they 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 attempted to to look diverse there for a second with the interim appointments, but at the end of the day, they got back to their roots, and uh, I'm sure that show is going to continue to deliver on the ethics and uh, overall wholesomeness that it promises. Yeah. Oh, Bachelor. Do better. I love watching you, but do better. All right, let's get to real NFL news. Real news. Enough about hockey and soccer and The Bachelor. Let's talk about football. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Well, Marlon Mack, I don't know if you noticed, but he's the running back for Indianapolis. He got benched this week. And it was presumably for no reason. But now it's come out that they are actively working on a trade for him. And I think this okay. is unprecedented. Benching a player that early, like the, you see the thing where like they get traded, so they pull him off the field. But the poor man has not been traded yet. So he just meanwhile, he's such to like literally sit on the bench and look at the people who he's about to say goodbye to. That does seem very odd to me. Um, he must have pissed somebody off. That's all I can mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. You definitely, you definitely don't end up getting benched because they like you. However, looking at his points for the year, fantasy wise, yeah. yeah, he scored two, three, and one point, or he's projected one point this week. So no, that's kind of a snoozer. Yeah, he's basically not worth worth anything. So really, benching him didn't hurt them, I'm sure. Now, speaking of benching players, we talked about my, my I got a tight end situation, right? I got an, an abundance of talent, right? And and yeah. week two. I had Hawkinson score 20 points and yes. he was the guy who I started. So that's great. And then Gronkowski on the bench scored 19 points. So I thought, all right, you know what? It's time to switch that up. It's time to start Gronkowski. Let's get him in the mix because it's Gronk time, right? He's, he's on fire. Sure. He scored 9.5 points and he got injured. Yeah. And if that isn't the most, Brian Carrick facility facilities fantasy football (laughs) (laughs) example out there. I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty typical for you. Um, I'm sorry for Brianna. I think she's the real, the real uh, loser in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. She's the the real victim, but uh, I don't know. I mean, Again, you, you you make this move any other week and you would have crushed. But yeah, you're, both your tight ends decided to not show up this week. Well, and that's what else is crazy. So I got Dalvin Cook, so he's injured. So I bench him. I move Hawkinson up into the flex spot, three points. So, you know, it's just, it was a rough week. It was a rough I mean, week. A tight end in a fle- I mean, a tight end in a flex spot is always a, a, a big move. So it didn't pay off. <laughs> I guess These guys scored a combined say. 40 points in week two. It was a no-brainer. If you're looking well, at the data... And you could do it next week, and they could. And next week, I'm sure you'll put one of them on the bench, and then they'll be your bench player of the week with 40 points. So I I I don't know what the answer is. I know. Well, all I know is Gronk's x-rays were negative, so he's probable for week four. That's very promising. I think if Dalvin Cook remains injured, which he's slotted to be, uh, I'll keep both of those guys on the starting roster. We'll we'll keep uh, Hawkinson in the flex. We'll see what happens. I'm ready for, uh, for a reprieve for both of them. I like the commitment. Thanks. Uh, in wide receiver news, Josh Gordon is back. Josh Gordon, that guy. He's out on pot smoking charges. I don't know how to feel about him. 
again, right? again, this is like the third or fourth time. I still, I mean, he must be just amazing at football because he, he continues to get opportunities. It Well, right. It's crazy. And I know we don't like Cam Newton, but I'm also shocked that Cam Newton still doesn't have a team with all the quarterback stuff that goes on. And, and you've got, you know, the Redskins in dire quarterback trouble. You've got, you know, Chicago's doing their thing. They got like three eligible quarterbacks to play. They've got Justin Fields, Nick Foles, and Andy Dalton possibly going to start this week. Um, but all across the league, you look at these different teams, they don't have a good quarterback position. And some teams, I mean, the Ravens don't have any running backs. You tell me there's no job opportunity for Cam Newton out there. So, I, you know, Josh Gordon being able to return again, I mean, good for him. Yeah, and it uh, looks like he's signing with the Chiefs, so that's cool. Dude, I it's going to be so I scary. Had, I had not seen that news, but, I mean, even if he could play a couple games before he gets hit with another charge suspension. and suspension, right. I mean, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see. Dude, also, you, I guess I mean, you probably get him at a super, super cheap price, so why not take a flyer on him? I mean, the Seahawks did it. Exactly. Well, and you've got Tyreek Hill and Josh Gordon, arguably two of the fastest receivers in the league now on the same team. I mean, Mahomes checking it up and then also having the option. To check yeah, it down I, do feel, I do feel bad for the defense. It's going to be a disaster. And you got Edwards Hilaire in the backfield. Who's, who's actually really sucked this season. He, he was known for never fumbling and he's fumbled, I think three or four times in this, you know, opening season. So he's sucking. Yeah, but, I mean, the chief, I mean, the chiefs are always dangerous, although they're not perfect. I mean, they've already lost a game. So they're one and two, man. They're last place yeah. in their division. Same as the Seahawks. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting, especially with all of, like you said, the talent that they have. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. What have you uh, What have you got to say about our Seahawks, man? Um, I'm very worried. I guess that's all I really have to say. I mean, I know it's early, but our division is so good. We knew going into the season, all of the articles and analysts had us as the power division, and it's proved true. I mean, almost every other team in our division is 3-0. and The 49ers should be 3-0. and Yeah. They just screwed it up on Monday. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have high hopes for us to even get a wild card spot. With that being said, though, Russell always comes through. So, well, you know. if we make the playoffs, it'll be in the wild card. And it'll be a disaster before we, like, lose in the divisional series. That's, that's what I know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, that's uh, the thing. if we can if we can win our divisional games, I think it turns us around. So those will be big games. So I guess we'll see how those play out. The Seahawks are a three-point underdog in San Francisco this weekend, which is devastating to me. I do not like being an underdog in our own division. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to watch and it's really hard to watch how good the Rams look. Oh, like they, they look, look really they good. Look, they look so good. I mean, the Cardinals look really good. Even the 49ers, man. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But we're yeah. always a slow team to start. We always start off slow. Our seasons, yeah. we're never dominating week one or week two. I mean, it's usually halfway through the season. So don't count, us, count us out, but I am, I'm not feeling confident. You know, you mentioned the Rams <laughs> look good. You know who doesn't look good? Who? Robert Woods. <laughs> He's my receiver. And uh, yeah. he is Matt Stafford's uh, least favorite target on the field. You know, his, his most favorite is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. <laughs> Man, Cooper Cup. and I could have kept him. What a disaster. Yeah, yeah well, that's the you best know, thing about a keeper league. All those mistakes that you make. All those mistakes you just get to live with for the rest of your life. 
Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, you know, you and I played each other in the other league. You kicked my ass. Great job. Um, Thank you. We play each other in our league this week. So that's uh very for excited revenge. for that. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I, I always love a good, friendly game of football against you and Brianna. Right. You no, know, I guess I guess we'll see how it goes. I feel like it could go either way. I, I I selfishly I'm crossing my fingers that your tight ends have a week like they did this week and I should be able to beat you pretty easily, but I guess we'll find out. I don't know, man. I think we're bouncing back. I think we're gonna get sixty combined between the tight ends alone. I like it. I mean, okay. I don't against me, but I'm <laughs> I'm here for it. If you beat right. me, it's fair and square, you know. No, I appreciate. It. I, appreciate I am on. I am on a. I, I am on a two two game winning streak. So I'm I'm on a little bit of a hot streak. So hopefully that continues. Dude, our whole league has been, you know, all over the place. Nobody's undefeated. So so Drew was the zero and two team playing against uh, Lee two and zero, right? And mm-hmm. Drew looked like he was going to lose up until about two o'clock on Sunday, and all of a sudden. He came roaring back and got the victory. So we have no undefeated or winless teams in the league. Everybody's either two and one or one and two. Yeah, I was uh, I was following that closely. I mean, we had talked about it last last week in our podcast, but um, that was a fun one to watch. And good job to Drew. Sorry, Lee. Yeah, you did great. I'm looking at our matchup here. We got uh, you you and I going up against each other. You got Stafford going up against my Murray. But we. Really, this is disgusting. We're just like a NFC West divisional rival representation going on here in our quarterback crew. Pretty much. But all right, man. This will be uh this will be a good game. Hey, take us take us through the awards, uh the sleeper awards for the last week, will you? Yeah, of course. Uh best manager. Whoa, look at that. It was you. Hey. And I still so lost. Well, and I mean, I guess you putting that tight end in your flex, it says you almost had a perfect possible lineup. So I guess your whole team was just garbage last week. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all you can write it up. That's the uh, only way to say it. I still, I still think these uh, – they're really interesting, these awards, because on this it's telling me that the worst manager was me this week. But right. I won my match. I had 150 points. But yep. the crazy thing is I left 32 points on the table. So that, that is does crazy. make me a bad that does make me a really bad manager. I didn't even realize I had left 30 points on the table. So I should probably figure my team out before uh before next week. But I was gonna say uh, let's yeah. just let let's just go back and, and revisit where where you left those points. Cause I'm interested to see where is did you have like quarterbacks on the bench or something? Because that could just be let's see, you had you had Sanders with eight and a half, you had Kirk with 17 and a half. Oh, and then you had Waddle with 16, and then you had Higby with 14. Yeah, man, you just had a lot of strength in your bench. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, my wide receivers that I played were outperformed by my bench, but nobody really could have seen that coming. No. Yeah, I mean, who would have guessed that? Who benches A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown, yeah. With 0.3 points last week. Yeah, I mean, who would have guessed that Waddle was the better play? Not me. Yeah, although Kirk, although Kirk, I mean, Kirk may make it into my starting lineup if I can find a spot for him because it seems like Kyler Murray likes him as a as a receiver. So we'll go ahead and swap him with Metcalf this week. Let's just see what happens. I mean, honestly, I guess we'll see. But DK's been – I mean, DK's been good. No, don't you swap him with Metcalf. Count, I'm just trying to sabotage you. Count, you. You can count him on – you can count on DK Metcalf. Honestly, I should probably start looking at trading if anybody needs a wide receiver because I do seem to have a plethora of – good options as of right you're now. very strong you're very strong in the receiving core if anybody's looking for a receiver justin's got your trade for you 
Yeah, call me. Call me, maybe. We're still waiting on the first trade of the season. I'm disgusted by this. We can't make a trade happen in this league. I just, I think trades are just scary. I've never been in a league where I've seen trades happen. It's really weird. Yeah, people get, you know, possessive. It's fine. I mean, I did. You sent me a couple of options, and I just was like, I can't do it. Right. Yeah, we form personal yeah. attachments. It's only natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go back to some more awards. Biggest blowout. Ooh, Drew. I mean, here's the thing. We talked about it. Drew has a great team. His scores have been high. He just played the wrong people for the first couple weeks. That's it. So I think Drew is is someone to watch out for. I think that if he can continue this this streak of high scoring games, I think that he'll be in for the playoffs. I guess yeah. that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Great. Um, narrow victory award. It really wasn't that close. Our closest game was Randy versus Greg. Seven point difference. I mean, I'm sure Greg's mad that it was seven points. I w- I'm sure he wishes he would, he could win. I'm pretty sure Greg's in last place in the league. So I don't know how that whole, you giving him your old team went, but I'm pretty sure he's, I'm pretty sure he's bringing up the rear. He is, he is in seventh of eighth place. Our, our friend Nicole is, is pulling up the rear at this point, but everybody's got the okay. same record. So we're really just talking about points scored at this point. That's determining the difference. But yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's, it's early two and one and one and two. It's like, Everyone could be two and two by next week. Yeah, I will say, Nicole, Actually, your, crazy your points scored are a little low. Yeah, Wait, how true. crazy and would she's usually? If all the two and ones played all the one and twos and all the two and ones lost and everyone was two and two by next week. Well, then it'd be straight down to points. That'd be crazy. That'd I'm be just crazy. saying, I, I, don't, I don't think that the, that the matchups are probably going to work that way, but that would be nuts. And if it went that way, Drew would go to first place from fifth place because he has the most points scored. Hold on. Flag on the play. Literally next week, the two and ones all play the one and twos. So no. if all the one so if all the one and twos could win, our league will be two and two all eight teams. That's nuts. this is a huge development. Yeah. This is Holy real time cow. development, people. We did not plan this. This is not in Brian's wow. This is on the fly. Wow. Man, that almost made like I would almost take a loss if it meant that everyone was two and two. Just I mean, this that. would it's turn the like, league on its head. It's kind of like Scorigami. Do you know Scorigami? I learned no. What's Scorigami? So it's this whole phenomenon in the NFL where people track scores that have never happened in the history of the NFL. So like a game that ends three to eight. Some if that's a game that's never happened before, that's a Scorigami. So if that were a game this this Sunday. And it's like on Twitter, it's a whole thing. There's a whole video about it. You should watch it. And apparently, the number one person that loves it in the NFL is Pete Carroll. He loves it. Huh. I'll send you, I'll send you the video. It's really interesting. But um, yeah, I'd never heard about it, but really cool. But anyway, so I'm rooting for all the one and two teams next week. That would be so crazy. This is insane. And if we look at the projections right now, I'm I'm slated to beat you and Drew's slated to beat Randy, but Mike is slated to beat Nicole, and Lee is slated to beat uh, Greg. So it's yeah. not going to be that clean. But, man, if we know anything, it's that anything can happen in football. Well, and Mike is slated to beat Nicole by a lot. She must have a hurt person on her bench or something. That seems You know, she's, she's just been light. That's what I was saying. Nicole's scoring has been on the light side. I think she's, she seems like a prime candidate to seek a trade. 
you know, with yeah. someone like me who's got some tight ends or someone like you who's got some wide receivers. I mean, let's make a deal. Yeah. Call us. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's move into the the players of the week last week. Who who performed the highest for for us? Oh yeah, this is my favorite part of it because I love seeing this. It's always very surprising to me, just like this first one. The top QB yep. of the week, Josh Allen, 37 points. I did not realize that he was the top QB. Good job, Josh Insane. Allen. Insane. He's been a very I mean, he's been a super strong QB. I'm sure that Mike loves that he drafted him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to be said. Everyone thought he was going to be good this year, and everyone thought Buffalo was going to be good this year, and he's putting up the points. Yeah, I mean, he he had a rough week one, right? And then everybody panicked. But since then, he's been nothing short of incredible. And the Bills in general have been blowing out their opponents week by week. So, yeah, they're, they're a scary team to watch. Yeah, I mean, it helps when you're playing – not the best teams in the NFL. But good job. <laughs> good job, Bills. Um, running back of the week, Najee Harris. Interesting. That's your guy. And is you my ran. guy. I threw him in instead of Dalvin Cook on my running back slot. So you're thankful that Dalvin Cook got hurt? Uh, you know, I'm not going to go that far, but uh, I'm pretty happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams with 31 points. Wasn't Devontae Adams also the one that got, like, killed on – on Monday night? Yes, they knocked him out. He was out cold. They had a nice zoomed-in photo of his face as he was trying to stay awake. But, I mean, he he dominated. Aaron Rodgers and him. He, he comes back in. Apparently, the percussion, the, concu- the concussion protocol is working beautifully. It's <laughs> safety last. Safety last. Safety last. As long as he can get Mike 31 points, then, you know, that's all. That's all we care about. Tight end of the week, Travis Kelsey. Boring. We all we all knew he was going to be the top tight end. Snore. My hero, Justin Tucker, kicker of the my week. Kicker. I don't know how how can you not be kicker of the week when you hit a what did he hit like a sixty yard field goal? Yard field goal. Crazy. I don't know if you guys saw. If if anybody's still listening to this and they did not see that kick, go to YouTube and watch it. Sixty six yep. yards. The way he makes it, it's it's nuts. He is he is a monster. He should he should get he should get Pat Mahomes money. I'm just I was gonna say you should get like 50 fantasy points. That's what I wanted. I mean, we should have a setting that if you hit over 60, you just win your whatever points you need to win, you get that thousand thousand bonus points. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on board for bonus points. We're in a keeper league now. Let's 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 make it really crazy. Oh my god, Justin Tucker, that's your that's your kicker. And then defense of the week, my defense, Arizona Cardinals. They had a monster game. It was pretty crazy. So was that was exciting. Game. Yeah. Bench warmer of the week, Tom Brady again. Randy's mm-hmm. not going to – it sounds like Randy's going to stick with them. I mean, bye weeks are coming up eventually, so I get it. But Tom Brady is always going to be the QB bench warmer of the week as Randy plays yeah. Russell Wilson. Devastating. Um, ooh, you know, Drew, though, Cream Hunt on the bench. He had a monster game. I don't blame him for having him on the bench. Cream Hunt was not projected that high, but he ended up with 27 and a half fantasy points this week. Um, and then the wide receiver bench warmer, Mike Williams, 33.2. Another one of Mike's teammates. Mike, see, this is why Mike is already projected to crush Nicole. Look at all these players he has and the points they're putting up. I mean, this is nuts. Mike is a scary, scary person. I mean, he's in first place, but I'm scared of him. 
scared of him and his team. Yeah, he he's uh he's pretty strong, you know, to be scoring that high and have bench warmers of the week. It's it's kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, moving on, tight end bench more of the week, Mike Mike Gasicki. Don't even know who that is. Plays for Miami. Good job, Mike Gasicki. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. The Miami and, tight end. You know, the defensive bench warmer of the week with a weapon five of the Rams. I feel like that was a little bit of a reach, but we will forgive the sleeper app for, you know, they have to, they have to put someone there. Yeah. That's it true. honestly, it honestly might be the only person that has two defenses on their team because I, for be. one, am a one defense at a time kind of guy. As am I. Lee, you have two defenses. Let that be a public service announcement to you. Yeah. Look who's look who's talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I think uh, I think that's our recap. That was that it's was been a, a great week. Yeah, it's it's been a great week. I'm glad that we're here still. Um it, scoring update, the Kraken have not done anything. So now there's like six and a half minutes left in the second period and they're still down three nothing. All I ask is that you don't force me to try to play fantasy hockey because I just can't do it. I won't. I won't make you, man. I, I learned my lesson with the fantasy basketball thing. Even though I am a one-time player and champion, I am not going to push that agenda any further. I just think it seems so hard for any sport that's not like football, where it's just like essentially one day. I mean, I know that it's three, but one day a week is all you need to really worry about. Yeah. Set your lineup on Wednesday, and if you really don't want to look at it. You don't have to check it again Sunday morning before the game start. I mean, it's so simple. Basketball is right. so much. And I assume hockey is the same. Right. Um, well, tell us a story on our way out. There once was a man from Nantucket. Uh, I don't have any stories. I have zero stories. All right. I've got a story. I went to the, I went to the Mariners game in Oakland last Wednesday. Oh, and a good story. I was just sitting there interacting with the players and I happened to turn to the person next to me and he's wearing a Mariners jersey because we're sitting like next to the Mariners dugout and I say hey you from Seattle he's like yeah yeah I'm from Seattle I was like oh cool I'm from Seattle he's like oh cool I said where in Seattle are you from he's like oh Puyallup and I was like no shit I'm from Puyallup and he's like what I was like yeah and then like fast four or five minutes we're like walking up to get some snacks and the usher is like, you're wearing the wrong jersey. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm from Seattle. And she's like, oh, my brother lives in the Seattle area. And I said, oh, where does he live? And he said, Puyallup. Oh it was gosh. the craziest thing. Everybody kind of in Oakland only, was from Puyallup. That kind of stuff only ever happens to you. It was crazy. But I will tell you that, speaking of Oakland, my new boss at work is a huge Raiders fan. So every Monday he's been Ew. rocking the hat. Been rocking the hat he loves them he's so happy they're undefeated blah 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 but dude you gotta parlay that into like a business trip to vegas be like well let's go see your team man let's go see him live oh I mean, that paid. would be that would be absolutely killer i'd be down for that dude i've got a i've got a vegas trip i know you know this but for the for the audience i've got a vegas trip on the books for november it's it's a big deal are they playing monday night while you're there no, but the Golden Knights are playing. I'm going to go to the game, and for the only the third time in my life will I have money on a game that I'm attending, and I'm very excited. That's super fun. Actually, yeah. breaking news that I haven't even told you yet. I am what? going to Vegas in November. What? Officially. Not the same in November as you, unfortunately, uh, but okay. we are going to go We are going to go for the weekend, and Heather is going, 
My sister Heather wow. has two has two little kids at home, and she is willing to let them be babysat for a couple of days so she can get some, you know, much needed Vegas kid free weekend time. So yeah, it's gonna be a party. Dude, this is crazy. Now, yeah, here's what's crazy. So what are your dates? When are you going? Well, ironically, I'm pretty sure we get there like the weekend before you get, like we leave the day before you get there. We're there the oh, 12th really? through the 14th. Yeah, 12th through the 14th. 12th through the 14th. Okay, yeah, then I'm there 15th through the 19th. So yeah, between us, we're holding down the fort for like nine days. Oh yeah, any sports bets you need me to make for you on Sunday, let me know. Dude, now you're tired. And we, you should, dude, this could be and really fun. Just, you could like hide just, my ticket. And then I'll just, yeah, I'll hide your ticket somewhere <laughs> and then you can just find it on Monday. <laughs> dude, you know what you could do? You could put it like, if you're really hooking me up, you could put it like in a package and leave it at the front desk of my hotel and be like, hey, he'll come pick it up. Where are you staying? Uh, I think Delano. I think that's where we decided. No shit. I'm at Mandalay Bay. This is perfect. There you go. Oh my God. Now, here's the even crazier thing. And I can't tell you who. I'll text you who. I'm going to text you who right now. But I can't tell you who because it's a surprise. There is someone else that is in this league that is going to Vegas in November. But I don't know what their dates are because I heard it through somebody else that they're going in November, but it's part of a surprise trip. So, so so cool. Anyway, who knows? Maybe we'll all be there. Maybe that person will overlap with one of us. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Life is crazy. I love everybody. I'm here for it. But honestly, everybody in the league should go to Vegas. I was going to say, if if you're listening to this and you don't currently have plans to go to Vegas in November, it's time to book your tickets. This is... This is the sign you needed. It will yeah, you choose which our, one of us you want to see. We'll be there. <laughs> Let's just get it done. Yeah, this is our PSA for the for the night. Oh yeah, this is good. This is good. Well, my friend, thank you for another uh, wonderful episode of the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast. Good luck to everyone. All you one and two uh, record holders out there, please win this weekend. <laughs> we just we just want a league of two and twos. But if you're going to lose, then, Brian, I'm going to beat you. So I guess I was gonna we'll say, see how it goes. Feel free to bench your team if you want to secure that two-and-two two slot for both of us. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Good night. All right. See you.